When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join with my guy, Big Dave. Bow. 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 Sports, our pal, producer. 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 (laughs) Joey Spath is on the controls. (laughs) And very pleased to be welcoming into CHO Studios our guy, Josh Hicks, who covers the Bulls for the Bigs Media, also War Media. Pleasure to have you here, man. Welcome. How are you? Man, long time no see. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. For this. So I'm long glad time to, coming, it's sir. It's been a long time coming, long man. Time I'm glad coming. to be here. And yes, I'm, sir. I'm ready to talk Bulls, obviously. Hell yeah. Be talking. I've seen you guys even back in NBC Sports Chicago doing your thing, man. And, you know, to see you guys grow to here. And then obviously working with Sid and Lakina on their shows. Absolutely. You know, having that collaboration, man. Yeah. It's, it was a long time coming. I'm just blessed to be part of the process. Yeah, Appreciate man. that, man. Yeah. The respect is mutual. Shout out to That's Sid and Lakina. Shout out to Sid folks. Um, yeah, I mean, you've been doing really awesome work uh, in the world of Chicago sports media, covering the Chicago Bulls. We ran into you at the UC earlier this past season. Yes, that sir. was really dope to see you there doing your thing. Can you just, uh, before, we'll, we'll talk Bulls, but we got an hour. Before we get into Bulls stuff, Big Dave and I just want to talk to you a bit more about your background and how you got into this and what your, your motivation was to get into this line of work. Oh, man, it goes back to when I was a kid. Um, you can honestly probably say maybe t- like middle school per se. Mm. Um, I, was at my, I was at my grandparents' house with the family, and it was around the time when U of I basketball was at its peak. Mm-hmm. You know, you had D. Brown there, Dan Williams here, Luther Head, <sighs> those, Augustine, were those guys. They were the, it was the real deal, yeah. right? So I would watch them all the time, and I grew up playing basketball, touched the ball ever since I was a kid, played competitively for over half of my life. Mm-hmm. So as I'm watching this college basketball game, I'm just talking about everything. How D. Brown is playing, why he's turning over the ball. This dude's shooting 35, 40% from three. This dude has that so much steals. He could score this many points. And my parents are sitting here like, dude, you number one, you could talk a lot. <laughs> but then number two, you really love talking about sports. You should look into journalism as a career. Mm-hmm. Now, need mind you, I'm in middle school. I'm not thinking about this right now. But exactly. I'm also sitting there like, if I can get paid to talk, might as well, right? Right? Like, so, oh, that's a thing you can do? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm doing that. And... Lo and behold, um, as I go through this process, end up going to re- undergrad at Roosevelt University. Shout out to Roosevelt Shout University. Out. Shout out. Uh, doing the journalism program. And my mentor over there, I met him, uh, John Fountain. I met him right before I ended up going to college there at an event. And he told me, you know, the importance of journalism itself, but not just from mm-hmm. a video component, but from the written format. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is something, if you're not into journalism classes, you would not understand. Correct. Because... You actually have to have a good writing background in order to elaborate on what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of different writing formats. It's a lot of um, in-depth journalistic background, you know, grit grind mm-hmm. that not many people can attest to. So I was put through that yeah. in college. And yet at the time, half of my college career, I did play college basketball there. Mm-hmm. So I played two years there, transitioned more into my major of journalism there, and then I did became more of a full-time staff reporter, so I covered all the sports, mm-hmm. you name it. When the NFL draft was at the university, I covered the NFL draft for the school for That's school awesome. Years. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, during that time, connected with Kyle, uh, the minds and those guys at War Media, mm-hmm. and 
was doing just radio shows with them and just being guest, guest appearances and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And being around them to the point where they offered me the opportunity to write for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, took on that opportunity. Not only did it expand from writing, it expanded to podcasting. So I had my right. own podcast. I also had my mm-hmm. own column I was writing every week. And, think, and doing a lot of different coverages at that time that really stretched me mm-hmm. as a journalist. Mm-hmm. And because of that, um, I was doing a lot of that up until um, 2020, pandemic hits. Yeah. And I figured, you know what, it's time I as well go back to school and mm-hmm. get an extra education. Okay. So I went to DePaul. Um, did their uh, grad, grad school program. Shout out to DePaul University and the, and the sports program. Did, did that turn there, you man. into a Blue De- Demons fan? Just quick question. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly? Slightly. Okay. I know it's been rough sledding for, for Blue Demons fans for a while. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough. So I'm, but, you know, that's, my, that's the alumni. So, of course, yeah. I won't be a Blue Demon for of course. life. And I'm going to shoot, you know, shout out to success for the Blue Demons. But mm-hmm. um, when I was there, I had the chance to do in their, their TV station, Good mm-hmm. Day DePaul, as well as there's uh, being assistant sports editor for their a newspaper, the okay. Paulia. So I got involved pretty quick on top of doing the educational classes. And this is also while I'm doing war media. Right. So I'm still putting so in a lot of work. You're getting the traditional grinding. journal, sports exactly. journal education while also experiencing in this new realm of media and podcasting and, and, uh, you know, just like content creation and that kind of stuff Most simultaneously. Definitely. Most definitely. And that's really how, from that point on, I've always been in contact with, you know, Eugene and Terrence, because of our connection with War Media, that's how I met them mm-hmm. prior to me even going to grad school. And it just came to a point where once I graduated, we had conversations before, but what led to the moment was um, after graduation, Bulls draft night. Mm-hmm. And 2022, that's when they drafted Dale and Terry. Mm-hmm. So they hit me up and was like, hey, Josh, if you're really about, you know, we want to give you an opportunity, go cover the draft night. So I went over there, covered the draft night. And from that point on, it's been like a kind of a match made in heaven from a marriage perspective. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, been with the bigs ever since. Mm. What was that like for you walking into that Bulls locker room like for the first time to cover the team as a reporter? What, what was that feeling like for you? It's surreal, man. Um, just because of the fact that, one, this is the team I've been grew up, I grew up on, been watching on. I was born in 94, so I got the last, technically the last part of the yeah. Jordan. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit yeah. of that yeah. last you, part You were a toddler in Bulls scooch. diapers. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most definitely. But at the same time, you know, as I'm growing up, I'm still watching the throwbacks. I'm watching the highlights. I'm right. watching the documentaries, et cetera, of these 90s teams and MJ being the gold and those type of things. And at the same time, I grew up in, my, in the prime of my life. I grew up with Derrick Rose. Right. right. So – me having a chance as a kid to watch Derrick Rose at the state championships mm-hmm. and then watching him do his thing in Chicago as the number one draft pick mm-hmm. and really live up to the MVP season and the caliber uh, talent that he had, that really brought things to life for me to be yeah. able to walk into that locker room and be like, dang, this is the same locker room and hallways that Derrick Rose was in, that Jimmy Butler was in, mm-hmm. that D. Wade at one point was in. Yes. You know, like other guys – doing big things and helping making the Bulls name, Bulls brand great. Mm-hmm. And not just Bulls brand, but Chicago talent great in the process. Um, to be able to be a guy, not necessarily from Chicago, but from the suburbs and still growing up close enough to the city to be able to go into that, doing those things and doing it at the age that I'm doing it too. I'm only 29. Hey. Not a lot of people can say that at 26, 27, 28, mm-hmm. you get to go in a locker room and be a full-time reporter. That's, like, right. that's, that's yeah. not, you know, Normal, yeah. Per se. So for me to have that blessing to do that, it was just a surreal feeling. I never take for granted, you know, going through those locker rooms and going in those hallways and seeing, you know, living up the dream that yeah. a lot of people do have. And shout it's, out to the Bigs for giving you that. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, I, I, I want you to tell us a little sure. bit more about the Bigs and how y'all operate and and what it's like working with that group because I feel like th- there are some you know crossovers and similarities between what y'all are doing with the Bigs and what we're trying to build here at CHGO, the Allstate Network, which is like there is some element of fandom to covering mm-hmm. sports now and. Whereas there used to just be this exclusive club of, you know, I write for the Trib or right. I'm a broadcaster for ABC7. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's their opportunities now for, for people who are younger, for people who maybe didn't take the most traditional path to find their way into this, passionately covering the sports teams that everybody loves here in the city of Chicago. What are the vibes like working with that, that group over there at the Bigs? Is, you know, is it collaborative? Is it creative? Does everybody feel like they have the freedom to bring their uniqueness and what they offer to the table while also working together as a team? Absolutely. All the above you just mentioned. Um, To be able to go to meetings and say, hey, 
you know, I love what you guys and this idea that you bring to the table. But for me specifically, I got a twist to this. Mm -hmm. Listen to what my idea may be. So that way we can, if you want me to do this component, I can bring it out probably more in the best way that fits me. Mm -hmm. Um, To be able to do that and have those conversations and their willingness to be like, oh, yeah, this is yours. You own this beat. You know, do your thing with it. And whatever you want to do, we support it. We just got to make sure it fits up. We give you the best resources possible to get it done. Uh, when those things take place, it's like a match made in heaven. It's seamless, you know? Yeah. Um, now, I'm not going to lie and say that there's some ups and downs that may have came with it because sure. the reality is is this is me in a professional setting. Even though I've been yeah. in professional settings, right. it's at a different level. Still 29. Right. It's still, yeah, yeah it's a setting. different level. Yeah. So there's things that you still have to learn Correct. as well as from what they've experienced because they've already did this for eight years already. Right. Mm-hmm. So they got the experience of what it's like to be in those locker rooms and talk to these players, et cetera. So the knowledge and wisdom they give to me mm-hmm. while also the expertise and even my own little niches here and there that could bring to make the bigs stand out that much more right. on this beat, the willingness to collaborate in that way, it, 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 it's awesome. It's literally like a family coming together yeah. to build a com- a com- to reach a common goal and build a common product yeah. that is accessible to not just fans around the world, but also more specifically, just still catering to the journalistic aspects of what the job actually entails. Right. Because people forget that journalism, you know, yes, yeah, there's, there's still, you know, traditions in journalism that are necessary to reporting on the job. Right. They still stick to that. Yeah. And they allowed me to do that, but make sure that at the end of the day is Joshua Michael Hicks on that byline. <laughs> right. Joshua Michael Hicks on this video. So that way when you hear and see my voice, you're not just seeing hearing me, you're also hearing the bigs. Right. You're also hearing the other people that collaborated with me to make sure that this product that we're giving you right now is top tier in the A1. Yeah. So that type of vibe is what I thrive in. Yeah. I love working in that. And not just with, uh, and more media very much so was like that, but also now that I've done work with them, but also doing it more with the bigs, mm-hmm. it's very much collaborative on bo- on either side. And I'm glad to be able to work in that type of environment. So even though, I mean, obviously a journalist, you know, being a reporter, even though you are those things, there's still for you probably had to be that moment when you saw someone you probably looked up to or, you know, watched as a kid or, an adult or however, uh, age you were, you saw them like, oh, snap, that's my guy. What was that moment like for you when you saw that player and you was just like, oh, snap, that's so-and-so right there? Because me and Matt have had that moment several times. <laughs> you know, we, obviously we still fanboy hard when we're you know allowed into the building on certain occasions. Right, on, right. We've had, right exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they and usually keep us at an arm's length. You know what I mean? This and they're, playing and they're, security not, they're, they're probably Matt, wise you know I mean? to do so. Correct. You know what I mean? Depending on the player, I have to be security. You know what I mean? For Matt, it's just how it is. But who is that for you? Like, what player was that? Or or reporter or media personality? What was that for you? Oh, man. Um, it's so many <laughs> scenarios I can think of. But I guess one specifically that stands out to me is when, you, when I watched the 76ers play against the Bulls and you saw Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid in person is a giant. Yeah. So when you look at him on, on TV, it's like, okay, he's already big on TV. Yeah. But when you look at him up close, it's like, dang, bro, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, you, your, your foot is my head right now. What's yeah. going on, right? Yeah. So it's like to be able to be up that close to someone and to see the work ethic that they put in, mm-hmm. the, the, the routines they do pregame, how they talk to their players during the game, even postgame, walking in the hallways, going to back and forth, seeing how they interact. Right. Like, just being – that is seeing the conversations and stuff. It's like – Okay, this is where you know this is the big this is this is the big leagues, right? And I messed in, and those are the top, that was one of, for sure one of those scenarios. I know Jason Tatum was another one for me, right? Um, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown uh, was another one for me, and even Steph, right? When Steph oh, yeah. came here, yeah, I bet. Oh that was my crazy. God, they that was Michael Jordan, yeah, right, through right. the gym for right. for that generation. It, you could not get anywhere wherever Steph was going. It was right. security everywhere, you know, and. Everywhere you go, it's like you're literally trying to touch Jesus. Right. That's, yeah. that's literally how they, they, they viewed it. And these <laughs> yep. kids was moving that way. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it, you just see the impact that, you know, players like that right. get to do but on the road. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because our, our guy Sabine was like that when we were in the tunnels uh, in year one of Outsiders when the Mavs were in town. He was following Luka Doncic around, mm-hmm. like, 
trying to get him to say hi to him, trying to take a picture with him. As, as a member of the media, it was very inappropriate the way that we were behaving and, le- and eat like egging John on to get this exchange with, with uh, Luca going on. But, you know, it's, it's not like a 12-year-old fan. It's a 35-year-old man who's working in media. But, yeah, the when, when those, like, really star-studded players from other teams come through, that's probably – one of the cooler parts about it, yeah. Not, not. It's like, oh, I'm used to seeing Zach Levine and Demar Derozan walking right, up and down right. the halls because they're here every day, right? right. Um, I, I'm also curious though. So, you know, our guy will go Galib. You, some of the younger guys on the Bulls beat right now. Shout out also Julie Poe, uh, the Trib, yes, uh, and then there are some seasoned vets on the Bulls beat. You know, Sam yeah. Smith's been on the Bulls beat since dinosaurs roamed the earth. Thanks. No offense, I love you, Sam. That was T-Rex. a respect comment. Respect. Casey Johnson been on the beat for three decades. Yeah. Um, so, is, is there some sort of camaraderie that has sort of built up? amongst some of the newer members of the beat who have gotten welcomed into that very exclusive club. Also, I am curious, as a second part of the question, he's not here to defend himself. Do you have any Will Gottlieb doing or saying embarrassing things Thank story you. when you've been sharing <laughs> Thank you, sir. rooms together on the beat? We want the- goat stories around here, sir. We need goat stories. Come on with it. Okay. We need them. Um, to your first question, um, when I walked into that press room, yeah. for the most part, um, it was very welcoming for the most part, I would like to say. Casey Johnson was one of the first people that, you know, talked to me and mm-hmm. acknowledged me. We've met before. Um, so when he saw me actually coming in and doing this thing, he was like, oh, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're working with the bigs. And, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Darnell Mayberry was a huge asset. Darnell. 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 I love Darnell. Guy. Shout out to Darnell. He's been a huge asset for me mm-hmm. throughout this process as well. Um, and, of course, the other guys. Will has been instru- instrumental as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Westerland. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys over at 670 to score, you know, will know some, they, they've helped out a lot mm-hmm. with my transition there. Um, and it's been a pretty smooth experience uh, for the most part. That's good so to hear because there can be a level of competitiveness too. Oh, don't get, or, no, you know. no, let's not get that twisted. Right. That's there too. Yeah. And they'll let you know. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, you stepping on my toes a little bit or right. you didn't did this and I was going to do that. They'll, they'll let you know. Yeah. And it's, uh, kind of, but for the most part, you know, you could take it in a loving, competitive way. Right. You know, it's not necessarily degrading. It's right. A, it's a right. lot of just want to be that. the best. Right. Want to yeah. be the best, and mm-hmm. they respect you for that. Um, you talk about will stories. One will story I will say: we was at the uh, the Bulls draft night this year mm-hmm. in the summer. Me and Drew Stevens. Shout out to shout out to Drew. Shout, shout out, out Drew. Shout out friend Drew. of the pot. Yes, sir. Um, Drew was asking these questions in the press conference about tourist Carnosova, just firing them off like that. Right? Will was like after the press conference, he's like. Hey, Drew, you done took all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> go going down the list like, damn. Yeah, yeah. damn. Like, damn. you damn. firing them things up. You're taking all my questions. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and it was funny. It was funny because, obviously, you talk about the competitive aspect. We was like, all right, Drew. I'm like, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Let's, yeah. let's go do yeah. this, right? Yeah. But it was also like him in his own way recognizing like him. We're like him. We're in this business. We don't. We play. We don't play games. We're serious here too. Right. Yeah. And he respects the fact that we were grinding and moving in that way. So mm-hmm. it was all friend, all love and competition. Shout out to Will for that. But mm-hmm. I will say that's for sure. One of the will uh, that one will moment for sure is what got me. That sounds about right. That does. sounds correct. <laughs> that sounds correct. Uh, let's take our first break. When we come back. We're going to dive into Josh's thoughts on what the Bulls have been up to this offseason and the season that lies ahead. We'll start with that very interesting interview that came out this morning between uh, Nikola Vucevic, who's over there playing uh, in the FIBA World Cup for Montenegro, with uh, Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports. Interesting thoughts from Vooch. That's coming up next. While we share these words from our friends and sponsors, do us a quick, simple favor. Hit that thumbs up. Show our guy Josh Hicks some love for being here with us today in the form of a thumbs up. And make sure you subscribe if you aren't already. Big Dave. The form of what, man? The form of a thumb up. Yeah, I like how you went up with that one, man. Form it's not, it's not a sideways thumb or a down thumb. I no, you're talking about your octaves. Up. The octaves went up. Oh, the octave went yeah, up yeah, with yeah. the thumbs yeah, up? Yeah, thumbs up. I like that. Form of the thumbs up. See, that's the vocalization we was talking about. Exactly, gotta, man. Well, I, I got to drink my warm. Exactly, exactly. I don't know if you're drinking uh, the, well, right, the warm he, stuff. He had his AG1. And yes, this is herbal right tea. It might be herbal tea or it might be a good silent IPA. Just let you know this. I'll let you figure it out. This is not my first of the day. I'll let you. I'll leave by example. I'll leave by example. My man. See, that's what I'm talking about. Come on with it. I tell you what, Goose Island beers do wonders for my vocal cords. That's what I've learned. They have never let me down. I mean, anytime I'm screaming, (laughs) (laughs) that's what's going down, man. You know what else I'm screaming for? It's my man Ray. Ray. Chevy. 
out in Fox Lake, man, because he has just joined the CHGO team, which means he's an awesome human being, and he's got deals for all of y'all. Joey, listen up, because you're going to need this. Deals for your Focus wheels? Focus up, Joey. Focus up. You're going to need these things. Yeah. You know I'm a messenger. Why does Joey need to pay attention? He's not old enough to drive yet. Oh, damn, that's a good point. But if baby Joey can drive, that Boss. means he needs to be able to drive, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. So I'm just saying, if an infant can drive, then I'm just saying Joey's going to have to know that too, man. And he can go get a car at Ray Chevy, man. And what he can get there is the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price that you see online is the price you're going to pay when you get to the dealership. It ain't going to be none of this. Oh, man, are you in the military? Oh, man, are you a farmer? Oh, man, are you from outer space? You might get a discount for that too. I'm, none of that. I'm 0 for 3 on those questions. 0 for 3. Wait, you're not a farmer? No. Damn. Hard to believe, I know. I'm shocked about that, man. <laughs> little surprise, little surprise. But you don't have to be none of that, man. As long as you see the price online, when you get there, that is the price that you're going to pay. And Ray will also go out of his way to find more deals to give to y'all because all he want to do is help you save some money and put you in a beautiful car. When? Today. Because it's Ray a Chevy. Oh, as one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop at Chicagoland's largest inventories. Say big at Ray Chevy because now... Now they have over 100 Chevy tracks models available starting at 21K. That's 21 Gs, y'all. That's not a lot of money when you get in the Chevy track. I promise you that. So now through August 31st, all buyers will qualify for 0% financing, make zero payments until 2024, plus no money down. And this one's just for you, Joey. Best of all, you pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Zero. Nothing hidden. You see it all up front. That's how Ray rolls right there. So visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com, serving the community since 1963. Find new roads and let them roads lead you to Ray Chevrolet. Yep. I like how they... Uh, Just like though. You feel the me? price oh, point yeah. is fixed oh, yeah. so that there is no, no nonsense about what you have to pay. Mm. At Ray's Chevet, mm -hmm. if you remember the community. Mm -hmm. Since 1963. Correct. I really want... Every day. I really want Joey to go to Ray's and get himself an automobile so we can just listen to Joey talk about his Chevet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do I strike you as someone who would go and drive like a Chevy? What's no, but a Chevet. No, there's nothing wrong yeah, with a Chevet. Right. But like, I, when, exactly. when, Chevet I, is Joey. Correct. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Once you get your great deal on your automobile from Ray Chevy, you can drive it down at Lewis University where you should go to finish that Ooh, degree. Segway Our friends at Lewis University, <laughs> their students are just like you. They've got full-time jobs. They've got full-time sports fandom. They've got families to raise and take care of. Yes. Go back to school to earn a respected degree from Lewis University. Located just 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville. It's ranked as one of the U.S. News and World Report's top tier colleges. Mm. And they partner with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offer evening, online, and blended schedule formats so that you can balance your work life, your family life, your education, mm -hmm. and your sports fan life. All that. Uh, and your brain, too. <laughs> faculty, bring, uh, faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. They offer career support and academic resources for their adult students. Whether you're looking to complete that bachelor's degree that you got close to the finish line, and then something happened, life got in the way, you didn't quite get there. Baby Maybe Joey. you're looking for a master's degree. Maybe you're trying to enroll in a professional certificate program. Mm -hmm. Lewis has all of those options and opportunities ready and waiting for you. And it doesn't matter what you want to study, what you want your concentration to be, whether it's data science, computer science, criminal justice, software engineering, AI, cybersecurity, digital forensics, all that? aviation maintenance, Come on, business analytics. How dirty to me. Criminal justice. Ow! That's Whatever you want to study, you can study it and get your degree <laughs> from Lewis. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world around you. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash. You can do this. That's lewisu.edu slash. You can do this all night long. Because you can. Yes, you can. I mean, you from the 630. I'm from the 630. Mm -hmm. 630. So you from the 630. You can do anything. Oh, that's true. From 630, you I mean, can do this. That's what he just said I, to you. It's nice. Josh it's a nice Hitch. change of pace hey. to have someone show you respect for having a 630. Mm -hmm. hey. As opposed to as like. As opposed to somebody making fun of you for oh. having a 630. Well, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, st- I still got a 630 cell phone number. Yes, sir. I'm not ashamed of it. Yes, sir. I, I am proud well. to we're be from the western suburbs mm-hmm. of Chicago. We're not going to disrespect the dirty 630, all right? Uh-uh. The dirty 630. We are not going to disrespect the dirty 630, all right? The 630. Come on, Josh. Hey. Come on, Josh. You you know what's up. That's all I got to say. Joey, what's the area code, man? 847. You got to so, get something for the 847, man. The dirty 630 is pretty damn good. You got to top that. Yeah, we don't. We don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> What's your, is yours a three one two? I'm seven seven three. Seven seven three. Seven seven three. Okay, seven, seven, three. okay. Mm-hmm. distant cousin. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Original three one two. Original. Okay. I was original three one two, okay. sir. That's how we roll. All right, so that's really first and second cousin. All right. mm-hmm. <laughs> I made that work. No, we all family. We all family. But you got to come to our house. Somewhere down the line, right? Oh, no, you got to come to our house. You got to come to three one two to seven seven three. You got to come to our crib, bro. That's how I roll. You got to come out there. <laughs> I feel that. Got to come out there. We ain't coming to your crib. Tell me, tell me when. Dang, you, oh, yeah. What are you talking about? You're right. You he will. You, you do come to my crib. That's true. I do. <laughs> I do come to his. I do come to his house. He's right. I do come to your place. Always welcome. A very, very nice place. Josh, you're, you're welcome too. Yes. Oh, a very definitely. great host. Most very definitely. nice host, man. But sometimes he leaves me outside and then don't answer the phone. It's just I'm still standing out there and shit. So. My phone was on silent. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no. I'm a great host. <laughs> you outside. Did I feed you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did I provide you with beer? Outside, you had no choice. <laughs> you had no choice. What else you going to do? Just let me wait and then get inside. I, with, I'm not giving you nothing. I'm Sit not, down. I'm not hearing this right now. I'm not hearing this. How dare I speak the truth? Shout out. I see uh, we got some other uh, of Josh's crew from the Bigs hanging out in the comments. Happy y'all are here. Uh, what up, Herb? And uh, also our guy, Celine okay. from okay. Bulls Gold, hanging out in the comments as well. Uh, I think you mentioned it the other day, but also one more fresh reminder. Go and listen to the most recent episode of the Bulls Gold podcast with our guys, Salim and Ed, because their most recent guest mm-hmm. was none other than young Joey Spathers. Hey. That's right. Oh, okay. That's right. Acclaimed podcast producer and rising <laughs> podcast guest. <Man. laughs> so the only person I know who... who who gives himself these, you know, accolades. <laughs> yep. I don't know anybody else who does that but Joey. Joey gives himself nicknames, accolades. He hands them to himself. Man. Acclaim. CHO Bulls one day, Bulls mm-hmm. Gold the next yeah. day. Remember, Come on, Joey. I'll be hosting NBA on TNT in a couple months. we were walking the streets of Paris, and he proved to us that he could recite the entire introduction of our show that I, I do, do remember that. Word for word. I do remember that. Man, it's coming for our jobs. <laughs> man, it's pretty damn hilarious, man. <laughs> But he don't want it. He don't want to be in front of the camera, man. He no, the behind the camera only. Behind the camera only. Yeah, he's not a camera I, guy. I, I had to clarify yeah. with Salim that uh, Bulls Gold was an off-camera appearance. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> it would have been a deal breaker. <laughs> he said, wait a minute. I'm going to be on camera. It would have been a deal no, breaker. Right, we did right. it on Zoom, and I had the camera off. Wait, what do you got against letting on? You had the camera off? Well, everybody did. But I can't. Like, I got to focus. Okay. I got to focus right. on just the takes. <laughs> All, right. all, all the Joey's want to see the beautiful Joey's yeah, face. I'm man. not here to judge you, bro. You do your thing, sir. Whatever makes you great, I mean, you keep doing it. Look, all I can say is that you may not be a fan of the t- of the screen per se, but mm. face sells. Mm. Face sells. Face sells. I appreciate that. Or it could subtract. I think the fans like when I'm on screen. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that's reckless. They want to see you. I get it. I mean, what we do here? Yeah, I get it. I get it. A handsome guy like myself. That's what I'm talking about. Talk your stuff, Joey. Talk your stuff. That's what I he, like to hear. He doesn't need any more encouragement, Josh. <laughs> he has uh, never had any problem talking his stuff. Hey, us young guys that stick together. I feel you, bro. That's right, man. Oh, I'm right love, here. We love when Joey talks his stuff. Oh, we, we do enjoy it. It's quite fun. Yeah. It is awesome, man. Unless it's like yesterday when he was trying to argue that DJ Augustine deserves more credit than Nate Robinson. And then I'm going to put it's you like, in your yeah, place. Yeah, feel strongly yeah, about that one. Yeah, you you yeah, and your yeah, Longhorns. Yeah. As a young guy, I, I, that's a little. You went to Texas, man. That's all you rubbing his people. Oh, Check the numbers. Longhorn. Oh, okay. Check the numbers. I walked it back. I walked it back. Well, we pushed you back. Yeah. I walked it back. <laughs> <laughs> go walk it back. Like, yeah, get out of here. What are you doing? Got it here, Joe. Go this way. And Matt had it down as an honorable mention. Yes, did. we did. Yes. I, did. So I, shouldn't have jumped, I jumped the gun on you guys. CJ Augustine does deserve some respect. He does. And a shout out. He if does. you're talking about understanding. I'll tell you what, charge. if you came in when he said like number 10 or number 9, then we would have felt you. Mm-hmm. You came in at like number 5. Well, to me, it was very, oh, it was like the year after Nate Robinson. So that's why I just, right. I, 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 those oh, two. Oh, that was fresh in your brain. Yes, yes. Got you. They were both in the year of like, Nate was the full Derrick Rose. Right, 
replacement. Correct. And then mm-hmm. Augustine was when Rose was supposed to come back and then right. retore his meniscus. And then into that yeah. following season, the 13-14 season, Rose had the MCL right. off and both, the ACL. Both and both filled in yeah. nicely. That's yeah, why they're they very much, you know. Also, one of the crispiest uh, lineups in the game was DJ Augustine as well, man. Mm-hmm. The boy Hecker and Wavy. Super mm-hmm. wavy, man. I love DJ Augustine. He got that boy. good hair. I mean, he got that good, good. <laughs> yes, he did. Like, it was on fire. I, w- I'm, I get a little jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> as someone that doesn't, already doesn't have a lot of hair, you know, I wish I had that wavy, sexy, uh-huh. that wavy, sexy look. I just I just grew up light skinned and nappy. So that okay. just. Okay. I mean, you're not doing too bad, bro. I mean, I'm not doing too bad. You got a wavy you're doing fine. But, but as someone that looks at DJ Augustine and yeah. sees what it's really working for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I'll say be more jealous of the jump shot and the millions of dollars. Don't be jealous of the waves, bro. You want both? You want all that? That's a lot of Jam City carry. I mean, that's a Matt Peck carry, Jam City right there, dog. But at the same time, time, it's just one of I use that as motivation as well. Okay, all right. I use that as motivation as well. Okay. Not the same thing, you know. Matt, were you mad that he was tall when you you walked in? I don't know. You upset because he wasn't taller than you? I'm taller than me. Okay, all right. (laughs) Matt hates when people are taller than him, so he. Well, so, I'm, well, that's a good thing because when I met him at the, at the stadium, I honestly I don't know why I thought he would be like kind of like my height or a little maybe a little shorter. Yeah, people say that but about me and there, him, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, every yeah, yeah. every person ever who yeah. meets us for the first time all the time says to me, "Damn, I didn't think you were this tall." All the time. I did not think that at all. It's just because I'm very me and him a five seven. It's because I'm very approachable. Mm. I don't seem like I would be physically intimidating mm. because I'm super nice and I'm laid back mm. all the time. It's a true story. Joe, you want to well, debate hey, that? You and well, hey. <laughs> I you don't know Drew. if I want. I could, Joey, but it just feels like you know me and you could be on the same page on this. Well, we, we got our. You know, I think I think Matt is very approachable. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, is he? <laughs> if the Bulls were losing with two minutes left in the game, and I was a fan who wanted to go introduce myself to Pekka, I'll wait for another time. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so the get a hat right in your face. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly, man. I feel that. The violence. No, yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Matt's, Matt is very approachable. Uh, there's you. no doubt. There's He's no a- doubt. He's a very loving guy. I've seen it firsthand. What do you mean? We've, I went to the games with you guys, and you were quite literally approached by tons of fans, mm-hmm. and you guys are always happy to, like, talk and yeah, man. buy a beer and Chill. Those are our Absolutely. people, of course. Yeah, bro, hang seriously. out, like so. Just I mean, like y'all, you guys are really as approachable as it gets. <laughs> Can't even joke about that. But that's about. That's the only difference, right? Hey, man, come say hi. That's all I. Come, come say, say hi. hi. You're Always, you get some love. That's yeah. what we did with Drew being as big as my bodyguard. Man. Yes, Drew ain't small. Dude. Yeah. So we had Drew in studio uh, earlier this summer. Yeah. When he walked in, I was like, "Damn, dude!" Yeah, that yeah. was upset. That's when he yeah. got upset. So <laughs> imagine, imagine me. I had the same reaction when you were Drew. Yeah. So when I met Drew in person, I'm like, "Dang, you, you, you definitely taller." than I thought. Yeah. So then obviously walking to you with Drew already as a giant next yeah. to me yeah. and having you stand next to me, I look like, we look like a messed up cellular coverage. Right, yeah. It's just <laughs> up and down just everywhere. I'm like, dang. I don't know how to feel about this being this little midget in, comparison, in between both of these guys. Will, Will doesn't like, like standing in between three. us either. Yeah, he yeah. says the same kind of stuff. Yeah, like, I'm like proud it. of my height, but I'm also sure. like, dang, I'm I'm a midget compared yeah. to these two. So being in between, well, it's no consistency. It's just the bar dropped. Well, then, how just, right. Yeah, how do you think I feel? I'm about to say, how do you feel? I never even thought of that. How do you feel about that? Well, that's fine. I'm used it's to okay. it. It's I'm used to it on a lot of levels. It's all relative because we all feel small. If we were to stand next to Vooch. Oh, the segways! Come on! Ow! That man, you I'm, are killing it today, hey, sir. Hey, man. There's a reason you this guy calls me Segway it. Pack. Segway Pack, man. It's segway one of the few pack. redeeming segway qualities pack. I have around here. Yes, it is. Um, fair. That's fair. So, <laughs> in case y'all missed it, after we're done with today's episode, go and find the column on Yahoo Sports. Came from Jake Fisher, who loves to stir stuff up. Shout out, Jake. off season, but Shout this wasn't stirring stuff up. This was just a Q&A with Bulls starting center, Freshly uh, back on his new three-year deal, Nikola Vucevic, who's playing and balling out mm-hmm. for the Montenegro national team right now in FIBA World Cup. So he said a lot of interesting things. We'll touch on a few different ones, but let's start with, I think, the most interesting thing he said in that interview, okay. which is, Joey, if you please, we know we can do better, we being the Bulls, and have to do better. And we know it's kind of our last chance as this core of guys to do something. Mm. Great mm. choice of graphic, by the way, Joe. Mm-hmm. That f- face Vooch is making <laughs> kind of looks like that, like Michael Scott, like, yeah. we're in trouble look on his face. I, I, I knew you were going to say something, and all I want to say is he's literally making a weird face in every picture that they have. He's a weird face guy. He's got a million weird, weird face. maker. That's how he rolls. He's hey, got strong game, weird face. Sells. Yes. Face sells. Face sells. <laughs> <Yes>. So, <laughs> guys, I, I, the reason I find that interesting is because 
that was said by somebody who, as I just mentioned, just signed a new three-year contract. Yeah. Yeah. We know that this could be our last chance as this core of guys to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Why is a man who just signed a three-year contract saying that? Because mm. he's being realistic. Like, he's being honest. One, even though he just signed his contract, DeMar DeRozan's contract is up. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to be honest about this, he's the 1A in this situation. So if your 1A is in his last season, then you're like, well, we understand this might be the last chance to do something as this core. I don't think he means this is our last some time to do something good mm-hmm. or be a good basketball team. But with this core that we have right now, if we want to do something, this is going to be it. This is legitimately the only time there is no question this core will be together. We don't know what next year is going to hold. We don't know if they're going to bring DeMar back. We don't know how that's going to go. We don't know what it might go with Zach. You know, they've been putting out fillers on him as well to fill out what teams want to give up for him. So we have no clue. But all we know is we got right now. And that's what Vooch is operating going. That's the, honestly the best approach to take with this uh, kind of team right now, man. You got him. You got Zach. You got DeMar. You know you got Patrick Williams, who, again, contract is going to be coming up very damn soon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonzo Ball, he might come back next year. We don't know. But even if he does, that's the last year. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of last years or going to be done after this year players for mm-hmm. this team, like big core players for this team. So he's like, we got to take care of what it is right now. It's an interesting point because, like you mentioned, obviously Nikola Vucevic just signed this new deal. But he knew DeMar DeRozan has one year left on this deal. Mm-hmm. He also knew Zach's deal is ending the same time as his. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you have to wonder if when that, when that conversation was taking place at free agency, all right, how long do you expect me to be here? Mm-hmm. And how long do you expect this core to be here? Because mm-hmm. let's be mindful. The Bulls traded for Vooch to get here. But Vooch was one of the main reasons why DeMar DeRozan even came here, mm-hmm. amongst other players. Yeah. So because of that, I'm pretty sure he had to ask that question at free agency. And my feeling is the Bulls probably told him, we'll do our best. But I'm pretty sure it just depends on what's going on. Because the reality is he's heard of trading rumors, mm-hmm. of not just of Zach Levine, of course. You haven't really heard trade rumors about DeMar DeRozan, but one will be smart enough to think he is, he's had all-star years mm-hmm. since he's been in Chicago. And he's also has one year left on his deal. If, t- if the team is, go- is in shambles, it may not be no point in keeping him. Mm. So if so, maybe we can trade him at the trade deadline or something along those lines mm-hmm. he, because that's a good, valuable trade uh, asset. So because of that, he's also putting the league on notices like, you know what? I'm here. I'm glad to be here. Mm-hmm. I got my 20 mil to be here. Right, yeah. But talent-wise, just keep the options open. <laughs> just keep the door open just a little bit. Because if they blow sale and they get rid of Zach, and DeMar DeRozan's like, well, if you're getting rid of Zach, you know, I might as well be out too. Right. Vooch is, is going to be here all by himself because you're looking right. at Orlando Magic 2.0. Right. You might oh, as well just and say, okay, let me open, get myself out of there too, put the fillers out there. Right. I look at this as no difference as maybe Giannis coming out and saying, I'm not signing an extension even though I got two years after my deal. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm putting the team on notice, right. letting them know, hey, look, if we're not on the same page and things ain't moving in the way it's supposed to move, right. you're not going to have me. Yeah. So let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think for the most part, Bulls fans probably hear this and think, oh, like, that's how I feel. Like, we, we're begrudgingly going along with this run it back part three plan <laughs> with this core of players who we all know has a pretty clearly defined ceiling. Right. Maybe you'll get back to the playoffs. Maybe you'll sneak into the fifth or sixth if you really win a lot of tough games this year, take care of the, you know, the subpar opponents as well. But this team has a ceiling. Bulls fans know that. I think Vooch knows that. So there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with him acknowledging, look, yeah, I just signed a three-year deal, but we're going to run this back and try it again. Hashtag continuity. If we fall short again, if we lose out our way out of the play-in again this year, mm-hmm. in what world does it make sense to keep this group of players together? No world. It makes no sense in any world. Like, it has to be success this season. You see what Herb is saying when he says do something to find something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that something is, but I know what nothing is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the nothing is not making the playoffs. That is a fact. You don't make a playoffs, you, that's it. We're done. Start over. Reset it. I don't care who you get rid of, you know what I mean? But somebody and everybody can go because nothing is working here. With or without Lonzo, the talent that you have and that you have acquired for this season is good enough to get you to the playoffs. That's how I feel. It's good enough. So if for some reason or another you don't achieve that, it starts at Billy Donovan and then it goes to the player and everybody. Everybody I'm evaluating and looking at and saying, you can go, you, you, you. 
maybe you, you, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's the, but that's also um, the downfall to this front office per se because they already gave Billy Donovan an extension. Correct. Right. So Correct. because they gave him that extension and Karnasovas has an extension, mm-hmm. that course there for the long haul. Mm-hmm. So they're going to look, really, really look at the players and say, oh, well, if the players don't work out, well, it's not Billy, jo- Billy Donovan's fault when, quite frankly, I think they gave that contract prematurely mm-hmm. because, <laughs> yes. let's be serious, if it doesn't work out again and you have this type of talent on your roster, on his ass. That, that's something that Billy Donovan should be on the fire for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because of that, the Bulls kind of dug this hole to where, to where you're saying, yeah, maybe Billy Donovan's fault, but we're not going to blame it on him. We're going right. to blame it on the players. Right. And that's unfair to the players because the players, even though they have the talent and they're supposed to be on the court to win every night, you put in a philosophy that's what the players are supposed to follow right. in and out of that locker room, mm-hmm. on the court, off the court. And the players aren't getting it done right. in such a dramatic way that you let one downfall of a player derail your whole direction of a franchise. Right. That's a problem. And, and speaking Preach. of which, I'm glad you brought that up when it comes to Billy the, the strategy that he is going to approach uh, this training camp and this fresh season with and the downfall of one key player, that was the other thing that I found most interesting about this Vooch interview. He said about Lonzo, Lonzo was a big piece. Mm-hmm. The way this team was built, he was a pass-first point guard who was willing to involve everyone, and getting everyone in the right spots helped a lot. And his defense, his shooting ability, we were playing much faster with him, end quote. Now, obviously, I think for the most part, that's just Vooch talking about what the Bulls miss about having Lonzo mm-hmm. on the floor. Yep. And, you know, he also, of course, uh, wished him well and, and, it, and spoke optimistically about wanting to see Lonzo back on the floor in a Bulls jersey sometime, though it won't be this season. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, Josh, you and I were chatting about this a little bit when you got here earlier today um, before we started our show. I, I, not to say that this is the way Vooch intended it, but I hear a quote like that about what Lonzo brought and now they don't have as kind of a subtle dig at DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and the way that this Bulls offense has operated since Lonzo left. Oh, you can definitely say that because we look at the games, look at the skill sets. DeMar DeRozan is a scorer. Yeah. What do scorers do? They don't run an offense. Like, that's just the, that's just the, the that's just basketball one-on-one. Right. Zach Levine has a better chance of running an offense, but Zach's not a playmaker yet. Mm-hmm. He hasn't developed that skill set to be a playmaker. How do you learn that? By being in the locker room and in the, in the you know, training sessions with actual point guards that can playmake. Mm-hmm. Who was the closest thing Zach Levine has played with from a play, playmaker perspective? Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. So because you lost that, where is Zach going to learn how to be a top-tier point, uh, playmaker or combo guard, per se, that the Bulls need to be able to, fu- to function. It's, it, you, it's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And it is not like the Bulls are bringing in players that actually are traditional point guards, because Kobe White's not a traditional point guard. You True. can argue that he's not even really a point guard. You can argue. You can argue that. But at the end of the day, he's not the point guard that the Bulls are looking for in this current Billy Donovan system. Right. So what are you doing to fill that void? Javon, that's where Javon Carter comes in. Yeah. Because Javon... Technically, it's more of a traditional point guard. Mm-hmm. To me, he's an upgraded version of Patrick Beverly. Yeah. He shoots the three effectively better, but he's a nasty, gritty defender and perimeter defender, and he can actually run an offense that comes mm-hmm. from a winning culture in Milwaukee, right? So that's a good void to fill for now. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you still got DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, who are both scorers and bucket getters. They're mm-hmm. not facilitators. They're not playmakers. Vooch is a player that you need to play. You, you have to run your offense through, or ideally you, you should run your offense through. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't necessarily always need the ball. Right. But how does he get open? It's either in the post mm-hmm. or, on, or in the pick and roll or a pop three. Mm-hmm. That's something that a playmaker point guard or a playmaker has to be able to facilitate. Right. And that's what the Bulls don't have. So, yeah, it's a subtle dig at DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. Because when you put and the, maybe also Billy a little bit. Because it's like you're the coach. You can yeah. tell them to run different sets than what exactly. they're doing. That's, that's, and that's the part. Yeah. That's the part. I have something to add, but I'll, we should get this break first, and then, then I'll come back and add that. Though. Okay. Look at that. Look at, look at Big Dave reminding me that we should take an ad break yeah. right now. Segway Dave. It's, it's like I got two degrees. Look at it's that. Crazy. Look Segway at Dave. That. It's crazy. Hit that thumbs up if it's you haven't nasty. done so yet. While <laughs> we share more words from our friends and sponsors, show our guy Josh Higgs from the big some love in the shape. Up with this thumbs up. This guy. Uh, Big Dave, who's next? Baby Joey hit me up. Oh, jeez. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Why you say it when you talk about your own, like, a kid? What is this? I'm not. This I'm, wondering, I'm just wondering, every time he hits you up, he's got something weird about me to say, some criticism. Of my, not, how is that his fault? Why are you blaming a baby? Maybe that's just a what comment on you? your uncle. I'm not. Yeah, it's just baby. my, my uncle, baby, he's dog? exposing me to everybody, to <laughs> all the viewers. Who gets mad at a baby? Like, seriously, Joey, we got, we, we got to have a discussion, dog. 
we getting mad at babies out here, man. But yeah, he's like he learned how to drive because you couldn't. That's what he said. You know, that's just what he said. You we got to get, we gotta get him to. Uh, we got to get him to raise. We got to give him the raise, man. We got to give him the raise. You know what else we got? He got them shady raises as well because mm, he never wow. understood. Oh, he ain't get it. Baby Joey ain't understand why these glasses so damn expensive. Why you got to pay so much money to look so damn cool. He don't understand. Joey don't understand. Matt don't understand. Never have. They don't understand. Josh definitely don't understand. Mm-mm. Why? But guess who did something about it? Shady Rays, because they're an independent sunglasses company offering that world-class product is just as good as any expensive pair you ever put on your wonderful face. The durable frames, the extremely good optics for your outdoor, and as this man is about to prove, your indoor adventiones. Not a word. It's not a word, children. So, and that's not all. They got the matte pack, lost in broken replacements plan. Oh, there go that hat. Let's say you with some glasses on that hat, Josh. They would have broke apart. They would have splat and been upset. Just like this face right there. But then he would have remembered, I could take those broken glasses, put them back into an envelope, send them back in the mail. Guess what they're going to send me back in three, two, one? Brand new glasses. That would explode his brain, which would mean the glasses would be irrelevant if that happened right I could just do it again. Yeah, you could. Because you keep sending them back. Lost broken brain. Part two. Part two. <laughs> Don't think I haven't used it more than once already. <laughs> this is true. He has. This is happening right there. Or... Let's say you saw my man Josh walking down the street and he had on some of them shady rays and he was looking smooth and cool. And you said, damn, he looks smooth and cool. I could look smooth and cool too. Let me get some of them glasses right there. And then you put them on your face and then you realize only Josh could look that smooth and cool. Well, guess what? You go to Shady Ray's website, you pick out some new glasses that fit you, specifically you, you send them glasses back that you thought that would look cool but look better on Josh. Send them right on back to Shady Ray's. They will send you back the pair that you pick. And if you picked it out, in the first 30 days that you bought these pair, guess what? Free. That's Free. what you're going to get. Free. No risk when you shop, and they got your back. So, excuse me for our listeners out there. Shady Rays getting away their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO to get yourself 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Joey, try it for yourself. Oh, the shades that are rated five stars <laughs> by over 250,000 people because the Shady Rays, y'all, with the Rays are oh so shady. Oh, so shady. Mm-hmm. You know where else shades come in handy? <laughs> on the golf course on a beautiful so day smooth. while you're playing yourself around. Shout out to our friends at Pins and Aces, who, by the way, were one of our great uh, friends and sponsors for our Cog Hill event yes. uh, last weekend. Yes. I did hear for all that trash that our producer Steven was talking. Plenty of it. Did not win. Did not. Oh, you're, did not oh he's in there. He's did smirking over there in Studio oh. B. You know I'm going to give him shit when I get you a chance. You shut yourself, Steven, in Studio B hiding over there. <laughs> How about Spathis, Spathis and uh, Stuckmeyer, sixth place? Sixth place? Come on. Spathis is, what, what, is that more Luke or is that? What'd you uh, shoot? It was more neither of us. It what? was more Luke's friend and then Matt Shaysby, who was uh, the, the fourth Damn. diehard. Yeah, that's what right. What happened, dog? We thought she was winning what the happened? whole thing, bro. What happened to Cog Hill, man? What happened? You was talking plenty of shit, Jimmy yeah, Butler. Give this man a headset. <laughs> Come on, man. We tied for second. We lost by one stroke. We had a makeable birdie putt on the second to last hole to tie. When you say we had a makeable birdie putt. <laughs> I came the closest, actually. Ooh. Yeah. It, hey, was, it wasn't pl- an easy putt, though. Second place sound like who? Jimmy Butler. That's his favorite play. I'm just this, this, this man, man, that's man is a diehard Jimmy fan. <laughs> this okay. man, okay. this man has the audacity okay. to wear a Jimmy Butler Heat jersey <laughs> to our CHGO office. Oh, Steven, I told you this was gonna happen. I told you this was gonna happen. You walked in here and you didn't win. I told you. You, win, you didn't win. You was going to get something. I'm coming back next year. You that's why I like next year. And that's why I like Steven. That's why I like Steven. Yeah, he don't quit. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Just make sure you got Dame to go with you. Oh, hey. hey. You got Dame to go with you. Damn, Josh. Josh just kicked you while you was down. Just make, just make sure you he get Dame. That's all I got to say. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Josh just walked by and hit you with the flat out. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. It's, it's, getting, it's, getting, it's getting all the WWE in here, Big Dave. A little bit. A little bit. That's why I love Steven, though, because Steven don't care. He's going to come back next year and hey, try man. again. That's it's, why I like him, man. That man wants to be a winner. Just like MJ 
going back at the Bad Boy Pistons one That's more right. time. He's going to hit the weight room and I'm be right back. Him next time. He's going to next time, man. Ain't no quitting that, dude. That's why I love him. Anyway, where did this start? Oh, right. Pins and Aces. <laughs> Shop their amazing golf apparel and accessories at pinsandaces.com. Of course, they got the polos, the hats, the golf bags, and fitting right there in your golf bag, the brilliant invention, the Pins and Aces beer sleeve. Yeah. That holds seven. Six are in a roadie. Put them together. That's seven beers yes. that you can keep icy cold in your insulated beer sleeve that fits right there next to your clubs in your golf bag. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted something more in your life? No. Get it now. What, what are you waiting for? You. What are you waiting for? Check out BensonAces.com. Use that promo code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's BensonAces.com. Promo code CHGO at checkout. Oh, man. So I wanted, I wanted to add this. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking about Lonzo and Vooch. The other line when he was talking about Lonzo was eye-opening to me when he said it was kind of like, oh, when he comes back, it's going to be fixed. Early on, it was six weeks. Then it was eight weeks. Then January. Then maybe playoffs. For us, it was tricky because we kept waiting for him. It was Gee. interesting to me to hear the players say We that. remember what that felt like. Correct. Because his fans... We know how we felt. We're speculating. You know, we're like, we're just like, well, maybe, I don't know. Well, no, at all. He's not coming Remember back. Remember all those six maybe. to eight weeks jokes that Bulls fans started Tons. firing off? Yep. Ridiculous amounts. It doesn't do anything for me and my psyche to hear a player feeling the same way that I was feeling. Because mm-hmm. I would feel like they would be a little more tapped into the situation and what was going on. So that kind of was like, oh, shit, I don't like that at all. Because I want him to know more than me. You know what I mean? I want him to understand more. I want him to be more tapped into Lonzo's situation. So that just lets you know, like, nobody knew, you know, what was going on with Lonzo. It was clear speculation. Everybody was kind of flying by the seat of their pants, man, and nobody had a real idea of what was happening with him. And, and that's a very scary thought to me. That is the power of PR. Mm-hmm. The power of PR because they definitely created a narrative that – Got you on your seat saying there's some hope. Yeah. But there really was no hope. Yes. Yeah. They knew all hope was lost. Yes. So that's 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 what the Bulls fans that's what Bulls management has always done. So mm. that doesn't change anything. But what all it does is just magnify the reality of what the Bulls are going through, which was they had a heck of a plan A. But gosh, when plan A went went out the door. <laughs> there was no plan B. There was B. no there's no plan B, C, D, E, F, or none mm-hmm. of that. It's just no. You're just jumping off the plane and Play, hoping land. Plan B was Tristan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> My man. You lucky there were no, there were no Kardashian at the game. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it would have helped. Maybe it would have helped. I don't know. Uh-huh. No, I don't know yeah. about that. Just saying. No. You saw what happened it's, anyway. Might as well throw her out there. You know, yeah. see what happens. She gave me two points, six fans. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sick of this depressing Lonzo talk. So let's move on and get some of Josh's thoughts on other Bulls. So, okay. The young guys. There's a, been a lot of talk about the fact that they brought back Kobe on mm-hmm. new contract, did so fairly quickly. After a weird, somewhat unexplained delay, also brought back Ayodesumu mm-hmm. on a, a, a new multi-year deal as well. And Patrick Williams, extension eligible, still on that rookie contract. Bulls fans looking for him to show us big things this season. Which young guy are you most eagerly looking forward to watching in the hopes that, and not just hopes, but belief that they might show us a new level of something contributing to helping the Bulls get W's this year? Patrick Williams. And yeah. the reason why is because Patrick has shown flashes of what he really can be when you put the ball in his hands. But the situation's never right for him. Mm-hmm. When you think about the skill set of what he does, if you watch any of his training videos, it is completely different <laughs> from what you see on a court and a Billy Donovan offense. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's in a starting lineup with the core three players oh, yeah. that's right. always having the ball, right? If you put Patrick Williams in the second unit, put him with Kobe White and say, yo, y'all go to work. Mm-hmm. He will go to work. And that's what we saw in the second half of the season when Patrick Beverly came. They switched it up and they said, you know what? Okay, Io, you're not ready to be full starting point guard yet. Bring Patrick Beverly in. Move you to the bench. You can play in the second unit with Kobe as your two. And guess what? You put Patrick at the, at the, as your wing, number three. They was playing effectively well that led to the winning streaks that the Bulls were going on. So that should be a sign off that small sample right there. If you put Patrick Williams, Kobe White, and Io, all three of those young guys in the right situations, in the right roster lineups, 
you see them flourish. Mm-hmm. And that is what Patrick Williams needs to go into, considering that he's the one that right now is the most is the one with the big contract coming up. Yeah. He's the one that the Bulls put all their eggs in the basket on. <laughs> they let, there's plenty of chances where the Bulls could have traded for him to give other veteran pieces. They never did. They made sure that this is the guy we're sticking with. Well, guess what? Patrick Williams, it's time to step up the game now. Mm-hmm. And it's time for Billy Donovan to put Patrick Williams in the right position mm-hmm. so that way he can flourish. Mm-hmm. Because even though he may have starter potential right now, mm-hmm. that's not where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. He needs to be with the roster, current, uh, roster constructed off the bench, putting him in a second unit where he can actually have more opportunities to flourish and thrive, and the ball can be dri- driven and passed to him in the flow of an offense that can give him a rhythm that he's looking for. Because that's one of the things that he struggled. He didn't have yeah. a rhythm last year. Mm. If he does that this year, you might see a different Patrick Williams to a point where you, just, you can at least increase Please. the chances of, valid, of validating right. that contract extension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask you this because everybody who's a guest, uh, we have to ask this question about the point guard position. Mm-hmm. So it's the one we still feel is kind of up for grabs and going into the season – I don't know if they're going to declare who is going to be a point guard or if they're going to make it a battle and see what it looks like in preseason or not. But in your opinion, who should be the starting point guard for the Bulls? Is it going to be Javon Carter? Is it Kobe White? Is it Alex Caruso? Like, who do you feel should be the starting point guard when the season kicks off? It should be Javon. Um, Javon is a veteran in the league. He has some experience at that point guard position. Um, He's an she shot 40% from three this past season, so he knows how to stretch the floor. But more importantly, especially in the Billy Donovan uh, offense that we saw last year, this one made Patrick Beverly so deadly or so useful at that point guard position was the tenacity, the energy, the defensive grit mm-hmm. on the perimeter that he brought, while also being able to shoot the ball effectively when necessary. Yes, right? Javon Carter can do that, but he also has that grit side, that defensive presence side that the Bulls need to set the tone for mm-hmm. this roster with the way that it's constructed. Kobe White isn't there yet mm-hmm. when it comes to that. He has the starter point guard potential, but he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Same with Io. Very experienced um, player, especially for a second rounder, who, by, by, which we all know should have been a first rounder, but mm-hmm. he fell to the second round. Mm-hmm. That experience, he's, he's, he's an NBA-ready player. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. However, not right now in the current situation because you saw the freshman to sophomore slumps mm-hmm. that he went through. Mm-hmm. Javon Carter's a good plug-in for right now. And just off the hastefulness that the Bulls did in signing him, they didn't waste no time in getting Javon yeah. Carter to the room and giving him a $20 million bag. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, just off of that, knowing that Javon was the first signing we signed outside of Vucevic in this free agency process within the same day <coughs> as Vucevic, gives me the sign that Javon is expected to come into training camp as the starter, and I think he will maintain it because he has something that Io and Kobe don't necessarily have at the present moment, yeah. which is an IQ on both offensively and defensively and combining that with the tenacity and the intensity on the defensive perspective right. that the Bulls really struggled having prior to Patrick Beverly coming in last year, knowing that's a void that needs to be mm-hmm. filled. Mm-hmm. And then being able to head down the other end of the floor, knock down some damn threes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, I think Transition. It was you quote tweeted oh, yeah, NBA University or NBA yeah. math? NBA University. Uh, Earlier today, mm-hmm. saying that last season for the Bucks, Javon Carter hit 44%. Mm-mm. 46. 46.8%. 46.8% on transition pull-up threes. Insane. You know it's how insane. many pull-up threes the Bulls hit all season last year? Tell me, man. I think like two. Mm. <laughs> man, I think it might be three. <laughs> Maybe three, but right. man, will that be? It would be so very welcome because even in that sense, remember how we would talk about Vooch and we were like, we finally got somebody who in transition can pull up and hit the three. Yeah, and we were talking about a center. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. being excited that a center could do that, right? Because we weren't even thinking that we had a guard on our team that could do that. Right now that we have someone for sure that could do that, shooting forty-seven percent basically yeah. on pull-up transition threes and shoots incredible from the corner as well. Right, like all of that should help all of this. Yeah, um, almost out of time. Last one for you, Josh. Um, the Bulls went from being a six seed that saw its season fall apart after a great start when Lonzo went down the first season. Last year, they fall into the play-in, barely make the play-in, can't win themselves out of the play-in. Where do you see them in that tier of middling teams in the East? Some of whom made some bold and interesting moves this offseason. You know, you got your top tier, and then it's, you know, 
Cleveland, New York, maybe like tier 1B, and then it's where's Miami, and then Chicago, Brooklyn, Indiana, Charlotte. Some people are saying Orlando's going to make a jump this year. Do you see the Bulls being back in the play again this year, or do you think that they can snag one of those spots uh, in, in the fifth or sixth seed? I think it just depends on how quickly they gel because the Bulls are notoriously known for having slow starts. Yeah. So because of that, if they start off well, I think they have to increase their chances for potentially a sixth seed maybe seventh where they might have to play in the play-in, but at least it's a higher seed. Right. So they, if they win that game, they don't have to go through the whole play-in process. Right, right, right. But it can also go as bad as potentially a Tennessee. It's a mood swing. You just don't know what you're going to get. Mm. So I hope we get a good mood swing this year to mm. the point where we don't be like last <laughs> you year. You and me struggling. both. Mm. You know, but at the end of the day, I do think they have the potential with the roster currently constructed to lock themselves as a sixth seed, maybe a seventh seed of things – you know, depending on how other teams and, uh, you know, potential luck and things of that sort uh, come right. to play. Uh, y'all, if you aren't already, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, follow Josh really? on the Twitter machine at Josh M. Hicks yes. Media. Yes. Tell the people real quick where they can find all the great stuff you're doing for the bigs. Josh M. Hicks Media, Instagram and Twitter, as well as it's the bigs on Twitter, YouTube, it's the bigs.us on the website, you name it. Got a lot of heat coming for you guys. So. Check them out. The bigs do great work. And I just want to say personally, man, I've been watching you for years, bro. So the growth that I've seen you have to get to this point, just very proud of you, bro, and where you're out right man, now. I, man, I really appreciate Straight that. Straight up. It's dope, sure. man. Straight it, up. It, and it's, it's so nice we finally were able to get you here uh, uh, in studio because, like, how many times have you and I or you and Dave or all three of us been on, you know, just shooting the breeze yeah. with Lakina and Sid? Like yep. it's, it's, it's been years that we've been yeah. doing those shows. Absolutely. And they're always so much fun. So it's an honor to have you here, man. We Seriously, appreciate man. it. For real. Appreciate you um, Josh M. Hicks Media. Big Dave is at Bow BNWL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHU underscore Bulls. Our pal producer, young Joey Spathis, is at Joey Spathis, nice a.k.a. Shirt. Joey 1K. Tomorrow, nice shirt. Will the Goat is back from his vacay, bringing you a fresh Bulls <laughs> HQ with our guy Mark K. And then next week, mm-hmm. Will will be back holding things down with Big Dave mm-hmm. and Mark while I take my turn. For a little vacation. Oh no, how will we survive? Oh. This man legit said to me how the other day, do it? I don't I care if you him. come back. I really am. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly how he phrased it, but he basically that's said That's not how I, I phrased it. I said you can take more time you if can you take, need it. And I said, I might call your buff on that. Please do. Because when it comes time for me to leave my vacay uh-huh. with my fam, and you say, yeah. Stay. Bro, take I'll stay. all the time. And, I, you and need. I'm going to let you tell our bosses that you told me it was okay. I'm going to stay. Take all the time you need as long as you take a two-week vacation. Long as you take vibe when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> take all the time you need, bro. Take all the time you need. It's a hard working oh, young man right here. Uh, I got your back. Thank you for t- tuning in as always. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love you're showing to our guy Josh here. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't already on your way out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Will and Mark, tomorrow. The rest of them will talk to you next week. I'll talk to you a week from then. Um, EJ and Rory, Uncle Matt is on the way. <laughs> Love you, Bulls Nation. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.